0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So, hello and welcome to this Monday mornings introduction to mindfulness meditation. We're now on the fourth week to do to do thinking. And um we just had a meditation before this that I was happy to do. I think I arrived a little bit unsettled, and uh, maybe I spoke a little bit in a confused way at the introduction about what we're doing this week. There's, there was no electricity at home and other issues going on at home, so to get down here this morning, there were a lot of steps involved and in the dark. So, um, <clears throat> so thinking, there's a excuse me. So, thinking, there's not a few meditators who feel challenged by their thinking. And uh, there's not a few people who are challenged because of their thinking. Some people are troubled by their fact that they're thinking in meditation and feel like that's wrong, and uh, kind of trying to bat them away. Or And some people are not troubled by the fact that they're thinking, but they're troubled by the, what they're thinking. And I think thoughts can sometimes have a huge impact on our mood, our state of mind. And um, so in mindfulness meditation, we're looking to become wise about thinking. We're not trying to get rid of thinking. And we're not trying to um, uh, judge our thoughts. We don't have to be critical of them in a certain way we're trying to understand how to be with thinking that serves us the best, that uh, is respectful for ourselves and our thoughts, and that uh, allows us to source our thinking in some of the deepest place within. And uh, this language of sourcing, I think it's maybe an industrial term when you source material, uh, you're looking for the material in which to build something or to make something, uh, the place to make it, and um, but we can do that with ourselves. We thinking we source our thinking. Where is the source from which we're thinking? And sometimes the source, the origin, the place of thinking, is not really so deeply connected within, even though. The content of the thoughts affects all of who we are, and it's possible to find a source within to source our thinking in some profound place within. That if we think from that place, that um, this will have a very different effect on our mood, our state of mind, and our relationships to this world of ours. And so, the way to become wise about thinking and in, included in mindfulness begins by uh, understanding that we're not going to be the enemy of thinking. That thinking is part of the, what we can be mindful of. It isn't that we stay... And this is the advantage of the kind of mindfulness practice we're teaching here. We're not limiting attention to only breathing. Some meditation techniques, which are quite effective in some their own way... Can, uh, focuses only on a narrow subset of our human experience. And sometimes the people use that they get concentrated, absorbed in that subset, like just the breathing itself. But in doing so, we're not being inclusive of the full range of what it means to be a human being, the full range of human experience. And the brilliance of Buddhist mindfulness practice is that it can be inclusive of everything. Nothing is outside of its range. And as long as we're being mindful of, then um, there's a place of freedom. We can find freedom. We can find balance, equanimity, wisdom. If we're mindful by our thi- anything, if the mindfulness is shaped by our emotions, shaped by our thinking, then we don't find the same degree of freedom and wisdom. So it isn't, uh, so thinking is not sourced in our emotions. Our life is not sourced in our thinking, but rather we discover a, a different way of holding our thinking, holding our emotions, holding our bodily experience. And <clears throat> over time, as we begin learning about how to be mindful, uh, there's a it comes a point where we feel and recognize everything that we experience can be held by mindfulness, held in awareness. Everything is something we can be mindful of, and because we we understand that the act of mindfulness, of awareness, is a kind a certain kind of freedom in and of itself. The act of mindfulness is not being entangled or caught or reactive. It's just a clear recognition, simple recognition, this is what's happening. And uh, I remember when I came to this understanding, um, that at first it was theoretical, and the understanding was, wow, um, in theory I could be have this mindfulness that I was learning, uh, directed or inclusive of everything in my human experience, and if that's the case, then I can be free in all experiences and I became so happy and uh it was kind of like a revelation for me and said, "Wow, to be able to have to live without freedom wow that is that's possible now now I understand what it takes and that gave me a lot of enthusiasm then for really relying uh, on mindfulness, having faith in it as opposed to having faith uh, in my thoughts, in my beliefs. I, I stopped having faith in, in thinking worrisome f- uh, thoughts about the future. I spent a lot of time thinking about how challenging things were going to be in the future for me. I, I no longer had so much faith in reviewing the past and the resentments I had, and that reviewing them and living them was something that had tremendous value, which of course I didn't actively think that way, but I was behaving that way. The mind was, that's what it was doing. And when I really started to have faith in mindfulness, then I began to understand that in contrast to that, how I placed my, how I invested myself in all these areas of life how to be, how to think, what to think about, as if those were the important place to live and and learn to shift it to something else, just mindfulness of. So so we want to learn how to be mindful of thinking, not just to let go of it. And part of that is so we can have a different relationship to thoughts, Uh to hold thoughts lightly and openly without being caught in them. And also because our thinking is just the tip of an iceberg. Thinking is is, uh, de- is often very deeply connected to other parts of ourselves. And if we're lost in our thoughts, caught up in our thoughts, or think that navigating and negotiating the world is only through our thinking, then we're riding on the tip of that iceberg. And, uh, and there's a whole big thing uh, to explore and to discover um, below that tip. Um, and that's when we kind of enter into the f- kind of a big fullness of who we are. And so, um, one example of this that was I was trying to say earlier but I didn't quite manage, is um, it's easier to be aware of thinking when you, are aware, when you know how to be present for emotions. It's also easier to be aware of emotions if you know how to be aware of thinking. Because the two are so deeply intertwined. It's so easy, it's fascinating to watch how we think certain thoughts and the emotion follows. Other times we have certain emotions and the thinking gets changed accordingly. And so to learn to, to how to see these more clearly and see that influence back and forth is a way of stepping back and not being in that exchange. It's easier to be aware of emotions and also thinking if we know how to be mindful of the body. And the body is a rich area of attention. The body is not a, just a corporal physical event. It's deeply connected to our deep life. and then it's easier to do all all of it in the simplicity of breathing. Breathing is a way of protecting ourselves from being swept away in endless thoughts that spin and spin and spin. So, for today, the the exercise, the suggestion, was to experiment with how simple you can know That you're thinking. And simple doesn't mean that you're condoning, participating, condemning your thoughts. It just means you step back, almost like you step back two feet, two steps, and you recognize oh, that is thinking, with the recognition not caught up in the thoughts. So we're using kind of a thought to recognize that we're thinking. So it might seem like a paradox or confusing, but the thought of recognition is, um, is really simple and not sticky, not caught in, stuck with whatever we're thinking. This is a powerful exercise if you can get a hang of it. One thing that might help you with this is if uh, you can also begin noticing if you think if you're thinking in words or thinking in images some people do predominantly one or the other some people do a combination of them maybe at different times and um but uh some people have never considered this for themselves and um so but if you can clearly recognize oh I think more in words and where's the source of those words in the mind? Where do you have a sense that those words are being spoken in the mind? And if you have a location, then you can step back and say, oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking words. If you're mostly thinking through images, where are those being projected? Maybe a little bit in front of you. Um, but, uh, and then, oh, thinking, I'm thinking images. That's what's happening. So as you go along, today, through your life, look for opportunities to, in a regular way, to recognize thinking and recognize whether you're thinking in words or images, and see if you can how simple you can recognize that you're thinking without being caught in the thinking. almost like you've stepped away and looking back without being in, in the midst of the fray. So thank you very much and um, look forward to seeing you being part of this again tomorrow.